ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was, like, wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, (laughs) you you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. everybody and welcome back to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. I am joined by one of my favourite ever Love Island contestants, Gabby Dawn Allen. Hey, right, what an sh- introduction that is. Do you think, oh mate, I feel like, I feel like I've actually patronised you because you're so much more than that and I do not want to be that person. <laughs> so let's go straight into this second half and talk about something that I know you're super passionate about. Um, let's talk about fitness. Let's do it. I thought you were going to say wine then. Did you? It's like wine. Yes, I can talk about that. (laughs) Well, I mean, if you want to, if you want to wax lyrically about wine, you can. I'm a big fan myself. Um, No fitness. So you went into Love Island. You were the fit girl. Since you've come out, you have launched various different projects, all with roaring success. Um, And it seems to be not just like an avenue for you to make money. It's a proper way of life, isn't it? So before Love Island, I that's what my career was. So I said, like, I've working all all the hours God sends, just like teaching, training. Um, and then when I came out of Love Island, that's what like kind of what I just I needed to do in order to keep, you know, keep sane. That's yeah. the main thing for yeah. me. You know, I was doing all the sponsored ads like um fashion or makeup and things like that. And don't get me wrong, I I love that stuff as much as the next girl does, but yeah. for me. I was losing my mind not doing fitness stuff. Yeah. Um, because, well, I wasn't working out for one. Uh-huh. I was just like doing all these like different fashion shoots and I was just thinking, this is just not me at all. I'm not a model. It's not where my passion lies. Mm. So yeah, that's when I was like, you know what? Start this, I am doing fitness. Like regardless of whether you think it's going to work or not. And then mm-hmm. it did, luckily enough. And I think what's that manifestation or putting yeah. your heart and soul into something yeah. if you put your heart and soul into it then no one can tell you that you're doing something wrong you know yeah. what i mean um so i started off by doing my fitness app which was called shape up with gabby allen yeah um, my girl <laughs> and it was it smashed it like within in the first i was number one on the whole app store not even mm-hmm. just health and fitness like literally top of top of the app store i was like what is my life this is amazing <laughs> go on <laughs> Yeah, so that happened, and then I, and then from then on, it was kind of you know just um, my book and like little things. But the main thing for for me is just that I get so much out of it. Like I went from teaching 
so many classes and like help and training so many people and seeing different people all the time, seeing people get stronger and fitter and, you know, it helped people with their mental health and things like that. So for me, it was more than just, it's more than just Instagram uh-huh. a job like that. It's, it's more about like, if I, I feel like it's so much more rewarding doing this kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. No, so I that's basically why I do what I do. It's lovely to feel like you have got this incredible platform um, based off the back of, of a reality TV show and rather than just squander it or use it for a lot of the purposes that a lot of people in reality TV do. And listen, there's no judgment from me. I think each to their own. If you want to if you want to sell clothes, if you want to influence in some way, whatever you want to do, like go for it. But it's so lovely when you do see someone who's using their platform responsibly. So whether it's mm-hmm. someone like Camilla, like I bump into her regularly well I used to before she was pregnant before lockdown I think she's probably using this time to just fucking chill out um but yeah I used to say I like regularly on the charity circuit if ever there was mm-hmm. a charity event Camilla would be there and I kind of mm-hmm. just thought to myself like you deserve where you've got to that like, you're using this for good and again I think the same with you like you are not doing like you're not squandering this lovely opportunity you're using it to help better people's lives to get them into fitness to make them feel good about themselves and ultimately like what better way to use it you know what I mean yeah and you know what someone someone actually commented on one of my photos yesterday saying um how about you get a proper job something like that and it pissed me off off. pissed me off because I was like hang on a minute um, I was like, I can't even remember what I wrote back, but I basically it annoyed me because I was like, I'm trying. Yeah. I, obviously, obviously, I'm making money from Instagram or like doing my fit app and things like that because yeah. that is my job. But then, that is not why I do it. I do it because like then I get messages from people being like, I've lost three stones since lockdown, since working out with you. I've got, I've done this. Like my mental health's been so much better. Oh my god, Gab, your intervals class is amazing. Like I put it on my favorite one. Like I've got my mates do it. Yes. And, like it's literally like this like domino effect and that is what makes me want to do more because I'm like yes like you know I'm getting more out of people and people are like fitness shouldn't just be a how it used to be back in the day like you know when everyone I used to teach an 80s aerobics class so I'm not saying anything about 80s aerobics (laughs) but people used to do that kind of working out to look a certain kind of way of course yeah whereas Fitness now should be the same as having your coffee in the morning or mm. having a shower. It should be part of your lifestyle in order to maintain a strong and healthy life mm-hmm. and happy life in the yeah. long run. And that is like my whole for and my whole forte because it's not like I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm mm. not. I don't have this like crazy body which people can't aspire to look like. I'm very mm. much, as we touched on before, a normal girl, and mm. I want people to like try and like you know live the same kind of life that I do and that was my whole lockdown group thing like Mm -hmm. I my introduction to the manual was I'm just going to talk you through a day in the life with me and this is what I do because Mm -hmm. apparently you all aspire to do what I do and I don't do anything that's groundbreaking but this is what I do I eat this for my breakfast I eat this for my lunch and it's about just like fitness for me is about it's helped me with my mental health and it's mm. helped me with like, my dad passed away seven years ago and I was dancing at the time. And like, you know, that helped me. That's obviously a type of fitness and that helped me channel my energy into something. Then I actually went through, I first got into fitness because I went through a really bad breakup. Right. And I was like, I'd just done, I'd started teaching dance fitness and I loved it. And then I kind of went through this shitty breakup and then I did my personal training and ended up with the best body I'd ever had. And I was like this, <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, revenge <laughs> Yeah. Yes. And like, obviously it's not just about that, but it does help. Like what, what I'm trying to say is that it helps with 
a lot of like not it's not just about looking good it's about feeling good in yourself you know like during lockdown a lot of people were doing my workouts but it was more to one pastime because mm. that's all we have at the moment but also to after you've done it you feel accomplished you feel like you've actually done something good for yourself and then it's a knock-on effect with what you then eat and then what you do for the rest of the day and you know I know yes, I know exactly what you're saying and I completely like I'm on exactly the same vibe mate I'm nowhere near as fastidious as you I tend to be um I, te- I tend to be quite what's the word all or nothing and I am trying to work on it and get a bit of balance um but no I think I used to train years ago. I was in pursuit of some sort of like unrealistic image of perfection. Do you know what I mean? I wanted to look like all the other girls on the telly. I wanted to look like ladies in magazines. And I thought that if I could be really thin, I would ultimately just be really happy. That's what I thought was going to happen. And of course, it doesn't work like that at all. Um, And over time and as like I've done various different projects and as I've just sort of grown up as well like what I want to get out of fitness has totally changed Gab and it's not about becoming a specific size or seeing a number on a scale Mm -hmm. for me it's about when I do go to the gym I feel good about myself or when I do when I do do an online class when I do do a hit session when I even just go for a run or a walk like I feel so much I get clarity I feel so much more measured I just feel more capable of dealing with anything that day is going to throw at me so no I totally understand what you're saying like for me fitness is less about an aesthetic and it's much more about being the best version of me yeah and you know what a lot of people think it's like um people they think that people are just saying that because most people do just work out to like look a certain way but honestly yeah. until you've done it until you have actually used fitness as a way of battling mental health or yeah. you know getting through something you won't know what we mean but it does make such a difference because mm-hmm. it's i mean it's it's what's it biologically proven mm-hmm. like not to be a bore about this but it's true <laughs> Like, we all know what endorphins are and we yeah. all know the only way to get them is by working out. So if you feel shit, why would you not do the easiest way to make yourself yeah. feel better and just do a few bloody star jumps? <laughs> it's it's the most underutilised antidepressant out there, isn't it, exercise? Yeah. And it's so hard and like, so I'm, I know, like for someone like you, it may be slightly, e- slightly easier, mate, because it's such a part of your life. But for someone like me, like I do struggle. Um, and sometimes when I'm feeling a little bit down, like it's so much easier to just like reach for the remote and reach for the packet of biscuits than it would be to like reach for the dumbbells. Do you know what I mean? But I've tried to put <laughs> yeah. certain things in place. And like I have this thing called a bounce back Bible. Um, and mm-hmm. it's basically like a list of stuff for when I'm feeling a little bit down or a little bit blue that I know I can rely on to help pull me out of that funk. Um, and one of the things I have is like a li- like playlist on me phone. Because when you're really sad or when you're really down or something's happened, you can't see like the, the, fo- the wood for the forest or the forest for the trees, is it? I don't know. It's something. <laughs> it's something about wood, anyway. But you can't see it. Like you, you literally can't. You're just so bogged down in whatever's got you sad. So have together this pre-made list of like feel-good tunes. I love Absolute that. Absolute yeah. bangers. Because the minute you put your headphones on, and the minute you put that on, you've got like little mix in your ear. You've got like J Lo, whoever it may be, a bit of Mabel. Then going to the gym or going for that run or even just tidying your flat or doing that whatever it is whatever that's going to get you moving and on your feet feels so much easier than it did before you did you put the headphones on do you know what i mean i completely agree with you yes there's yeah no you, that's like 
be, I, th- I think the thing is for me is that when I'm sad, I put on sad songs and I feel even sadder. Oh, you just, a form of self-harm. That and gabs one of the, me. And one of them ones. She wants to wallow. Yeah, one of them. And then I have to actively be like, get a grip of yourself and do something. <laughs> um, and it is it is just about like, you know, getting up, putting some bloody makeup on. Or yeah. like yesterday I was in, this is another thing about social media. Can I just say quick? Go There's for like it. this stigma that it like, um, you know, has a negative effect on everyone and all this, which I agree, like, there's pros and cons to it. But yesterday I woke up and I was, like, kind of just feeling a bit sorry for myself for no particular reason, just because that was just being ridiculous. And then I went on Instagram and I saw a couple of people's posts being um, just like, it's Monday, like, let's do this, Monday motivation. And obviously there's some people that you're like, shut up, I don't need to hear that from you every (laughs) single day. But then there's also times where, like, yesterday, where I actually needed to see that from someone. So... Yeah, get a playlist on. Go on Instagram, look at someone that inspires you. Yeah. And, you know, and then even if it, you don't have to do some strenuous, like, mad exercise, you don't have to go to the gym and work out for three hours. Just go for yeah. a little jog around the block if it's not raining. Or even if it does is raining, I absolutely love running in the rain. I think it's like, <laughs> it's like something out of a film. And you get back and with you feel like... With your sad music on as well. Yeah, with your sad music <laughs> on. But yeah, no, I agree. Like, having, like, a list of things to, like, that make you feel better... Like, to me, Vic, like, actually sitting in front of the TV makes me feel worse about my life because I feel like I'm not doing oh. anything. Honestly, mate, like, it's it's so, what you what your body tells you you want. So biscuits, glass of wine, being in front of the TV, like, all these things, what your body almost tricks you into thinking you want to make yourself feel better, like... It, it it doesn't it makes you it makes you feel worse like this morning i didn't want to get up and i didn't want to train i've got a little bit of an injury and i was like the alarm was oh, no. going off it's oh, nothing nothing too strenuous and serious mate i'm just being a fanny but the alarm was going off <laughs> and i was like nah nah don't get, have that extra half an hour in bed and honestly i snoozed my alarm and i lay there for five minutes just tossing and turning and i thought get up and do it like you're gonna feel so much better you're gonna be firing on all cylinders when you speak to gab like and honestly i feel so much better for it but i didn't did you want do, to do it, it. i mean yeah i mean i'm not running a marathon on out but i walloped out a 20 minute hit session <laughs> that's sick because i was like oh I, I'll, I'll do the podcast first and then i'll train but now I'm like sat here like, oh, I should have done the same thing. Well, honestly, you can't tell. You're firing on all cylinders anyway. I think it might be that caffeine hit. I'm struggling to keep up with it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the caffeine. <laughs> so, right, let, let's move on. Is You've done a fair few things over the last couple of years in terms of the world of TV. Obviously, there was Love Island. Then there was Celebrity Big Brother. Is there a show you look at and think, God, I'm dying to do that? Ugh, my life would be complete... Yeah. I would hang up, hang up my trainers, yeah. and do nothing for the rest of my life if Go I could do strictly. Really, yeah, oh, mate, you'd smash that. You, I want to do strictly that. so bad. Yes. Or I do, you know what? I do dancing on ice as well. Like I, I just yeah. something that's like, as growing up as a dancer, I danced from the age of three to the age of twenty-one. Yeah, and and I think I think I just like. Love it. Oh, but do you know what? Like, I think you'd be absolutely brilliant at it. It's almost too good, though. Like, I always think, like, imagine if someone, if, like, 
you know when they put the dancers on Strictly or they put the boy band members on Dancing on Ice I almost think yeah. it's a li- I like look at it and I think that's like putting foot on Bear Grylls in I'm a Celebrity get me out of here it's bloody unfair <laughs> like you've got yeah. some like politician trying to keep up and a loose woman trying her best while they just sail through to the next round I do feel See, like you've got that against you like yeah I do have that against me and that's like and it's annoying because I'm like oh Oh, at least let me just come on and like just have a go. <laughs> Let's have just, a try. Like, special guests, yeah. Oh. oh, consider this the start of the campaign to get Gabby Dawn Allen on Strictly. Thank you. Let's all write letters That's to the BBC. Next year, I want to be on Strictly. Oh, are you, you watching it? Have you been watching it this year? No, I haven't. I oh. literally haven't watched any TV for like so long. Oh, catch! It's only just started, and Jamie Lang at the moment is my favourite. Okay, I'm gonna catch up on it today, yeah. seeing as I'm just gonna be here all day in my house. <laughs> oh, babe, I feel your pain. I absolutely feel your pain. Um, I don't want to focus too much on your love life, mate. But let's have it right. Over the last couple of years, I mean, you're only 28, and it does feel like you've been through the ringer a little bit. And coming from yeah, a, I was gonna so, say, yeah, how long have you got? I mean, <laughs> 25 minutes is not long enough to talk about my love life. And I don't want to focus on some of the, the some of the lower points of it, mate. Like I'd rather just know what you've t- taken from it. Like it must be really hard for a relatively young girl to go on a big show like Love Island and have the outcomes that that your relationships did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what the thing is is coming from Love Island. Now everybody is just obsessed with who I'm dating. Yeah, who yeah. I'm seeing is like. Because they know me for that. Uh-huh. So yeah. now it's like an ongoing, like it's my ongoing storyline for the rest of my life, probably. Um, and, you know, in if I was, I don't want to say normal, but if I wasn't in the public eye, right? Yeah. And people like are dating people on and off and they have like different relationships and they have different, you know, um, things going on with different people. And they might see a couple of people in a year or they might see someone for three years and then they're dating again. I feel like I can't actually do that now because, you know, it's everybody is literally judging everything that you do. And I, I saw someone said something on my, um, on a post that I put on recently being like, oh, you, um, you reality stars just jump from one relationship to another. And, and I'm like, hang on a minute, you don't know how long I've been seeing this person for. And all you see is my posts on social or you see like the Daily Mail where people make assumptions about what is going on in your life. And that, I think, is the hardest thing is when people think that they know everything about your relationships when they absolutely know nothing at all. Like, honestly, like I can't tell you how much I can relate to what you're saying. Like, obviously, I'm in healthy, happy relationship now. And I really hope it's the last time I'm, I have to be on the dating scene because I am 32 and fucking shattered. But apart from anything <laughs> else, he's just a really nice man. So I do hope yeah, it's, no, this is it. it. But like, you when look I was... so happy though, Vic. It's so <sighs> nice to see. And like, that is the kind of stuff that like, when you look at you and once again, the Bowens and like yeah. just people that you know, are, like just real people and you see them like in real happy relationships. Yeah. You're like, yes, there, it is possible. In the public eye, it's possible. <laughs> it, there is hope. No, honestly, mate, like, hope. I, I used to look at Alex and Olivia and I'm sure I've told her this at like some point, so it's nothing she hasn't heard before. But even like Jess and Dom, like, I used to look at them all and think, yeah. where, where's my bowen like where's my dom like when's it my turn and i used to get so frustrated like whenever when another relationship would fall to the wayside and when something wouldn't work out and i just used to think like god like 
it, it, when is it my turn to just be happy? And now I've realised like it's taken us a long time, but obviously sometimes the like the worst things end up being the best things. Like it yeah. didn't it didn't work out with all of the people I was I was with in the past because it was leading us to what was right for me. But it's so easy to say that in retrospect. It's telling yourself it's so it at the time. It's just fucking impossible and to be also, like, oh, well, it wasn't meant to be. And oh, it's yeah. hard to stay positive, mate. Yeah. And also, like, I think, you know, a lot of people, like, I went on Love Island when I was 25, I think it was. Yep. So, like, I'm I'm nearly 29 and obviously, like, you're 32 or whatever. And, like, I feel like my time's ticking as well. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, you know... Um, you know, every 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 time I'm in a relationship and it goes wrong, I'm like, shit. Like, now I've got to, like, go from the beginning and try and find up with somebody <laughs> else and then that goes wrong and I'm like, shit, again. No, double no. shit. Like, I it's... And I'm like, is it me? Like, no. uh, am I the... And, you know, honestly, because obviously what's happened with my... Two of my exes, like, like, with the whole cheating and all that kind of stuff, it makes you think, like... People, I've actually had messages from people going, well, you must be doing something wrong if everybody cheats on you. And I'm like, well, obviously. I'm obviously not giving enough bloody blowjobs or whatever it is. I don't know what's going on. But people are bastards, by the way. I'm yeah. just going to put that out there. Literally, I'm like, Jesus, what can I learn from these people? Bring in Olivia going, what am I doing wrong? Come on, tell me. How often do you suck Alex off? Just be honest. She's like, never, hun. So yeah, like um, obviously it makes you. I feel under pressure in that way, and you know, you start seeing someone new, and you want it to be the right thing. But then, so then I'm thinking, but if it isn't the right thing, am I going to get judged because it's not right? Because yeah. people are thinking, oh well, why did you jump into that relationship? But at the end of the day, regardless of whether we've been on bloody TV or not, we still are humans and have normal feelings. And if something, if someone cheats on you, you're gonna be devastated, and unfortunately. Everybody else has to hear about it. So you have to go through that as well as going through the breakup. And then if you are with somebody else and that doesn't work out, then you feel like you have to explain yourself about that as well. Or if you are with someone and you like you, you and your fella, like you are so happy, but, but I bet there's some people going, bet they're not that happy. Yeah. Will the last, when will she be on to the next? We know what yeah. it's like. Honestly, Gav's like, I love, I'm so grateful for the life I've got and the job I do and the circles I move in and all the rest of the lovely things that have come with that one moment, that leap of faith I took of being on Geordie Shore. But that is one of the downsides to it, is that ultimately your personal life is everybody's business. And no matter how much you try and rein it in on social media or give just the right amount or keep a little bit for yourself, ultimately, because of the path we've chosen to get to where we are, it is everyone's business. Mm -hmm. And it's it's hard sometimes to feel like everyone has a right to an opinion about that part of your life, the one little bit that's meant to just be for you. Yeah. It made it made me stay with my ex for a lot longer than I should have. That's God's honest truth between me and you, right? I could see so many red flags with with mm. my ex, and I knew things weren't right. Like he, he and I'm not going to slag anyone off. Like I'm in a healthy, happy relationship now. There's just no need for it. But there was just things that didn't you seem right. There, yeah. yeah, of course, mate. Like I was sad far more than I mm. should have been sad for someone who's meant to be in love. You know yeah, what I mean? And you know what? That I feel that like so deeply because with my ex, like I every because I the problem is is when you're like people get so invested and people like yeah. love them and like, yes. and you feel like <clears throat> if you're if you break up with them then 
that you're they're not going to like you as much because you're not with them anymore and that yeah. does happen like it yeah. has happened but you know the, you do put up with things because it's like being scared being scared of like it's basically it seems worse in your head breaking up with yeah. someone than it is by actually staying with them but then when you look back in hindsight you're like oh my god i wasted six months of my life <laughs> why didn't i this. do that sooner yeah <laughs> ridiculous honestly I, I i think one thing that, like a couple of things i can take from it is that i now know there's so many things that i will not put up with anymore i would Good. rather be on my own yeah than deal with some of the shit that i've had to put up with like and um i think obviously public eye social media all that kind of stuff does put a lot of pressure on yourself but then i think if someone is a genuinely good enough person, it shouldn't really make that much of a difference. Nah, you're right, mate. You're right. So, you're right. yeah, I've le- I feel like I've I've just learned. I've had a few, I've had, a, as we know, turmoil past few years, but um, I just know exactly what I deserve now and what I want and what I, sh- what, as you do as well. Like, no wonder we treat you so well now because you've been through so much shit. God, mate, honestly, like, I, it, you're so right though. Like, going through the, the 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 toxic relationships, the unhealthy ones, the, the the bad the bad ones. I think it's it's really hard at the time to sort of take anything from it because you're just so hurt and you're too close to it all, aren't you? But like hindsight's a wonderful thing. I look back now and I'm so pleased that no relationship ever worked with any one of my exes because they weren't right. And I look at mm. the one I'm in now and I think you know Urkan is supportive and kind you cannot do fuck all around the house like i'm just putting that out there he's <laughs> useless it's about as much use as a chocolate fucking watch but he is wonderful from a great family and i think like you know if i'd stayed with that ex right out of obligation because everybody was watching and because i didn't want to have another failed notch on my bedpost I, do you know what honestly i was so close to just staying because i thought god like I can't yeah, do this again. I, feel, yeah. I can't I can't fail again. I can't have everyone say, God, what is wrong with her? Why can't she keep a man? And honestly, if I'd stayed, I would still be miserable. So I'm so pleased, like I I I did take some I took strength from that situation. And like I've yeah. moved on and I'm now with the person that I think I'm meant to be with. Exactly. Like, it's hard. And you know mate. what? I think you just have to I think I just have to remember that like you can't live your life because of other people's opinions. You have to live it yeah. because of what you want to do. Yeah, absolutely. And as well, like, you've got to put your... Like, f- this sounds really bad because I am such a people pleaser. Um, and anyone who knows me will know that I am desperate for validation. It's something I'm trying to work on. It's very sad for a 32-year-old <laughs> woman. But, like, fuck everyone else, man. Like, this is your life and it's yours to live. And... At the end of it, like, do you think you're honestly, anybody is going to look back and go, God, remember how many Instagram followers she had? I remember how good she looked in a bikini. I remember that stint she did on that show. They're absolutely not. Mm. People are going to remember how you made them feel. So make sure you look after yourself. Make sure you are happy. Make sure you're living the best version of your life so you can in turn be kind to others. That is all I've got to say. That is amazing. I'm going to go and write that down (laughs) on my vision board. Vision board. Vicky Patterson said... <laughs> it starts with fuck everybody else. Fuck everybody else. 
Just do you, hun. Um, listen, before I let you go, because you've been an amazing guest, and I honestly am so grateful we, ma- we managed we managed to make this work. I think young women listening are going to take a lot from you, Gabby, because I have, even though I'm not that young anymore. Um, yes, you are. <laughs> So I feel so old at the moment. Um, I think it's a change in weather. It's making all my joints it act is. up. It's making everyone feel <laughs> groggy and horrible. Right, but whenever I have a guest on Vicky Patterson's Secret 2, obviously I ask them to impart a couple little wor- words of wisdom to me listeners. And um, listening to you talk, you've, you're quite clearly wise beyond your years, but I, I think I know what most people listening will want to know. Um, and it's the secret to surviving a bad breakup. Um, I didn't want to dredge up too much of your past because I think you're a strong, positive, confident woman who's come out the other side of some shitty relationships with some shitty people, right? That's that's my opinion on it. But I know there'll be lasses listening who have seen how you've been able to bounce back and they'll want to know your secret. So what what is your secret to surviving a bad breakup? Um, God. I know, I've put you on the spot, mate. I'm I'm sorry. Oh, shit. (laughs) <laughs> like, I thought I did survive it. Um, I think I just threw myself into something else. Yeah. Like I threw myself into work and and training and spending time. Like my best friend flew over from Canada mm-hmm. and spent like a, a month with me just so like just making me feel good. Um, I think what I would say is just like People just try and, I said that I throw myself into things, but I also did feel it as well. Like you have to feel yeah. the, the sad, the sadness and the grief and the hurt and the betrayal and all this kind of stuff. But I also think that like you have to then just put it into something positive and make yourself feel good in other ways and have a glass of wine, work out, go on holiday, see your mates, like do things that are going to make you feel good and you don't have to explain yourself to anyone else either. That's what yeah. I would say. What From what Vicky Patterson says, <laughs> don't have to explain yourself to anybody else. Fuck Listen, it's your else. breakup. Nobody's <laughs> entitled to any sort of explanation. Like, yeah. do what makes you feel good. And in the long run, it would be the best thing that could have happened to you because you don't ever want to be with someone that is not right for you. That's it. Oh, Gab- Gabby Dawn Allen, fantastic advice. Fantastic advice. You should have your I own podcast. I just need to take my own advice now. <laughs> oh, mate. Honestly, like, but you're right, though. Like, feel your feels. Do you know what I mean? So if you want to be sad, if you want to shout, if you want to smash stuff, if you want to set their entire wardrobe on fire, feel free to do, it. to do so. You know what I mean? But then, yeah, <laughs> put channel it into something positive, whether it's your work, whether it's your fitness, whether it's your family, whether it's friends you've neglected, because we're all guilty of doing it when we get into a relationship and put that person first. So mm-hmm. so put yourself first for, for a change. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. Eventually, I don't know about you, I don't know if you felt this, like I faked it till I made it when I when I broke up with my ex-mate. I um, pretended to be happy, like plastered this fake smile on my face, put my lippy on, went and did this morning, acted like things were okay. And then eventually one day I just woke up and my smile wasn't fake anymore. Yeah, Do you know fine. What yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. So that I think that's great advice, mate, and I can't thank you I enough. I think it's like... The, um, it all feels like my mum said to me when I broke up with my ex, she was like, in six months time, you will turn around and say to me, like, I'm fine. Like, I don't care anymore. (laughs) And then she, and she said to me, um, she actually did say like a year later or whenever it was, she's like, so, you know, oh, it was, it was actually 
just over six months when I bought my first house and my mum said to me, so like, how do you feel now? And I'm like, I literally haven't even thought about it because when you strive to just like, you know, focus on yourself and look after yourself, then eventually it's not faking it anymore, as you said. Oh, and that is such a lovely feeling. That moment when you do just wake up and actually like the dark clouds have lifted, you are really proud of yourself. You don't think about them first thing when you wake up anymore. And you see that there is light at the end of the tunnel. That is a lovely feeling. Exactly. Oh, Gabby, you've been such a good guest. Oh, thanks for having me, Vic. It's so fun. No, no, honestly, my pleasure. I'm sure I've got people are going to take a lot away from that. But I know you're a busy woman, so I'm going to let you go. Is there anything else you want to add? Have you got any projects coming up you want to talk about? Have you got any things that you want to you want to promote? We're good here like that, Vicky Patterson's secret. Well, <laughs> obviously, I'm on the Fit app, which is F-I-I-T. If you have Sky, we are, I'm on an app on there. It's amazing. Wow. Um, go to the Fit app and sign up for the 6th for November challenge. And you have to do six classes on there. Share it with six friends and donate six pounds to November. It's completely oh. free, but it's also it's just to obviously raise money for November. So that's the main thing that I'd say. Yes. Um, and then also I have a fitness mat coming out um, probably at the end of November or beginning of December. So if you want a new mat for Christmas, then make yeah. sure that you send it to people. It's amazing. I'll send you. I'll send you one. It's amazing. <gasps> Very. Very, very cute. Is this for um, us to like work out on and do all our fitness? Yeah, on yeah, yeah. It's yes, a yoga I love mat, that. but no, nice. obviously fitness mat because I don't yeah. teach yoga. And then <laughs> in the new year, I've got something very exciting coming out, but I can't say too much about it. But it's going to be on your TV. The suspense Woo! is killing me. Yeah. If you haven't had enough of Gabby John Allen, or if you've fallen in love with her off the back of that podcast, she's told you <laughs> loads of different ways where you can get your fix in the next couple of months. Thank you again, lovely. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you, babe. Huge thank you to my guest this week, Gabby Dawn Allen. She is so much more than just a girl from Love Island. She is really an inspiration. So I hope you enjoyed listening. I hope you're enjoying the series altogether, guys. You know what to do if you are. Tell your friends about it. Leave a review. Just keep sharing Vicky Patterson The Secret too. And if you do have any thoughts on the series, don't forget to email us at vickypattersonpodcast at gmail.com. That can be whether you want to hear a specific guest or if you've got any constructive criticisms. Feel free to send them in. I'm not that sensitive. (laughs) See you next week, guys. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>